Hey guys, it's August 22nd, 2021. WrestlePoint here with our some thoughts on SummerSlam last night, which was a very, I would say, eventful, controversial SummerSlam. What do you guys think? It's it was definitely something. I thought it was a I thought it was a overall it was it was a pretty good show. I mean, I was for the most part kind of underwhelmed with a lot of it, but it was like they definitely did their part as far as getting interest back after the punk, um, after the punk uh, debut on AEW. And we'll talk about that, obviously. But as far as the matches go, I don't, there isn't, like, there were some okay matches. There were some good matches, but there wasn't, like, that classic, you know, like, Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog at Wembley Stadium kind of match that you're just like, wow, I'm always going to remember SummerSlam 2021 because of this match. I, I, I don't, I don't remember that. I'm, there's no match like that. There were moments, but not matches. Um, I think I think there's I think there's you're gonna look back and be like, wow, did they really do that? Like like especially in the woman the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Like really everybody's gonna be like, Do you remember when they squashed Bianca Belair? Um, I thought it was a pretty decent show. I didn't think like Eric said, there wasn't that one match that stuck out and be like, Wow, you need to watch this pay-per-view for this match. Um, it was a subpar SummerSlam. I probably, if I was rating it out of ten, I'd probably give it like a five point five. That's not, yeah. that's not very subpar. That's like below average, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's average. Well, I mean, because when average. you take into account, there's so many things to take into account with the WWE pay per view, not just the match quality, which I think we're kind of in agreement that match quality was a little bit subpar for um, on the whole. Mm-hmm. But also, it was like the show is so fucking long. It's a it <laughs> four hours. Like Las Vegas asked, can you shorten it? And they said, no, we won't. In fact, we might just make it a little bit longer. When including the pre-show, this was five hours. I mean, and then yeah, also the. I was like, gonna say you talked. Oh, okay, go ahead. You, you talked about in the um in our little what was it? Not preview. Yeah, I guess it was preview and predictions. Yeah, that you thought it was gonna be shorter, and we talked about oh, our match is gonna get cut. Um, are are the match length gonna be shorter than usual? And it didn't seem like it. It's. It, it, I didn't think the matches were too. There wasn't like there was only like one or two matches that really went like I would say long. I feel like, but their segments took forever. I just like, I, the, and there was so, so much. There was so much stuff that didn't need to be there. Like yeah. the Shinsuke Nakamura thing didn't need to be there. The 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 uh, Dripstick Two Thousand didn't need to be there. Like there were. <laughs> I've got I've, I've got the match lengths up right now. There were only so there, including pre-show. There were eleven matches. Um, uh, five of them got double digit minutes. Two of them got over 20 minutes. And it looks like, yeah, the average match length looks like it was probably somewhere around nine or 10 minutes. And if you take out the Nakamura thing, you take out the dripstick thing, you could definitely get, you can add to some of these matches that just needed a little more time or just like the finish was so abrupt. It's like, you know, they didn't, they didn't shorten the show um, by, by the looks of it. But based on some of the abrupt finishes that seemingly came out of nowhere, some of the matches looked like they were cut. And if that's the case, why would you not cut these stupid segments that nobody wanted to see? Not, not only the segments, but the video packages. Like the video packages for some of these were like at least two minutes, I would like to think. But I'm a fan of all the video packages just because WWE. That's the one thing WWE always does right is the. Mm-hmm. They used to do it really well, like in I the attitude era. Oh they still my. do. 
it's not as good as it used to be, but um, overall, I think SummerSlam. What I really liked, what I actually really, really liked about the show, probably the most out of anything, except the returns, obviously, is it actually felt like a big show. Like a lot of times when I look back at SummerSlam, I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be WWE's second biggest show of the year, and it feels like just another pay per view sometimes. But when I look at this card and just the setup, like if I look at this card by itself, not necessarily the match, like match qualities. It feels like a WrestleMania card. I can see John Cena and Roman Reigns headline WrestleMania. Goldberg and Bobby Leslie um, also be there. But I never never said that it was going to be a great WrestleMania, but I could see it like being on a regular WrestleMania. And and I didn't like the big stadium feel of it. I think they were in like a football stadium, I believe. They were in the regular stadium. Yeah, so I I do like that. I like... If they do that um, next SummerSlam with the same matches, just less controversial things, I guess. And we'll get into that. Um, but overall, I enjoyed myself like 40% of the time. Maybe 30. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere around there. That means you weren't having a good time 70% of the time. <laughs> 70% of the time. Oh, oh, does it now? Oh, I meant the opposite. Don't German, so he doesn't really get the good math. Okay, so. what I mean is like <laughs> there were some, there's some, there were some pretty good highs and some pretty lows. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, I, 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 it was a, it was a summer slam, all right. <laughs> it's just, it's definitely a summer slam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll get into all that. So let's start off. Um, did either of you guys watch um the pre-show match between Biggie and Baron Corbin? I did. I watched uh, a little bit of it. it. caught, like, the middle to the end. So I didn't catch the beginning of it. Something you would just find on SmackDown, to be honest. Yeah, I, th- I mean, it wasn't... Like, there's was nothing particularly exciting about it. Like, had, um, had Baron Corbin not stolen the Money in the Bank briefcase, I think there's no reason to watch this match at all, just based on, like, there's no momentum behind this feud. But it was a... For a pre-show match, I think it was fine. Obviously, you know, Biggie wins. It's a fine match. Um, but just, it's not super exciting. And that's, I think WWE and, and just the business in general, they've lost the plot on what a pre-show match is supposed to be. They sit like nowadays it's treated as more of a throwaway match, like just get people, more people uh, in front of fans when I think it should be like, it should be a match. that's pretty hot. It gets the crowd actually like, give us a reason to watch the pre-show, make it a hot match. that gets the crowd hot for when the main card starts. So that's what I think a pre-match, uh, pre-show match should be in this wasn't exactly it it wasn't bad it just wasn't very good well i'll I'll say to that that um i mean in terms of anticipation i mean like it it, they set up a storyline for the pre-show match i mean we saw the segment of baron corbin stealing the briefcase so now there's going to be like an explanation like oh um biggie got it back from baron corbin and the pre-show and then like hey this is a reason to watch the pre-show so um in terms of but it, it it does get ex- I would say get people excited. I didn't add the 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 match until that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing they they thought about it earlier, or they wouldn't have Baron Corbin. But they didn't. The but they it wasn't. Yeah. So, so like anticipation doesn't have anything to do with it. I, I mean, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. announce pre pre show matches though. They usually, yeah, they, but they'll usually they usually they'll usually announce the full card and then. Off that card, one or two of them will be pre-show matches. This one, like, I didn't know this match was going to be a thing until during the pre-show when they said it was going to happen. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. 
Unless maybe, maybe we all missed something. Maybe they did announce it early and we saw it. I didn't say anything. Yeah. We missed yeah, it. I've one, one kind of um, uh, gripe about the presentation of Baron Corbin. And this is obviously they're doing the whole thing about him being down on his luck and stuff. But, you know, um, Big E comes out first and he gets the whole like proper ring announcement, you know, um, weighing in it however much from, you know, from here's his hometown, Mr. Money in the Bank. And then Baron Corbin comes out with no music and the ring announcer is just like, and his opponent is Baron Corbin. It's like, that has nothing to do with the storyline. Like now you're just like, it like that's not him being down on his luck. He, he, he can't afford a real entrance. He can't it's afford it. They, they don't give a, they're like, so, they're just like, so, oh, so, so, now, so is it, in, the, in the world of, so, so now like in the, does that mean that in the world of kayfabe, the wrestlers have to pay for their own music and ring intros. Well, I guess so. the world of kayfabe I, on WWE never made sense, so we just have to yeah, go okay. with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I, yeah, I mean, I that was just, that was just a small I love Baron Corbin the music too. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote. I literally wrote my first. Um, I took some contemporaneous notes on the match. Um, I said, I don't care how bad Corbin's life is. He still has the best music in the company. Why aren't they playing? I don't know about the best music in the company, but oh uh, no, nah, it's close. It's uh, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what edge back I need. Yeah, that was just, it just that was just a small gripe for me. It's still it was a pre-show match. What do you expect? It wasn't very good. If if I'm gonna give it a star rating, I'll give it, you know, like two, two and a half stars. Just I'd give it two stars. It wasn't special. It was just for sure. Um, I also think I feel like it, with proper build, this could have been a be- decent match. And I feel like the, oh my god! I I wish it was Alexa and Eva on the pre-show. <laughs> well, that was never going to be a pre-show match. Oh, they, they got the illustrious second um, spot on the card. So, and and I like mm-hmm. to say that that's the worst spot in the card. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So moving on to the main card. So the first match, and I actually was I'm actually glad that this was the first match on because the first match on a card should never be a throwaway match. It should be something that the crowd is genuinely intrigued by, and this was. You know, the Raw Tag Team Championship, AJ Styles and the Moss versus RK Bro. And I'll let you guys take it away. Um, I like the match. Um, Riddle and Randy are a really good team to me. I like the chemistry they have. And um, I would have liked this. I like the strategy of every time Randy would hit a move on AJ, he would go to the apron and hit Omos. So Omos was staggered the whole match. There was, a, I feel like, good ring, ring psychology in this match. And, um, I'm sad that they didn't get the double RKO on Omos, but they still picked up the win. I'd give this match probably uh, three stars because it was a pretty good match. It wasn't, it wasn't too long. AJ obviously carried for his team, and Riddle and Randy can go whenever. So it's uh, it was a good match, I feel like. For me, um, you obviously can tell. Randy's having actually fun. Like, like the, the grab with me with Randy as a face is – he doesn't seem like very genuine. Like always, has an undertone of like, what is his actual like demeanor? What is his actual like? What what, what is he actually thinking? But with with Riddle, you can tell it's a very good pairing. They, they bond off each other very well. It was a great match. AJ is the phenomenal one. Amis was there too. Um, I Amis did Amis take the pin? He didn't, right? AJ did. No. AJ yeah, so as we expected, or I expected, AJ took the pin. I think they'll Amis and AJ will still continue to feud with Madden, um, with Madden Orton until the draft. But and then we'll see what happens with Amis. I'm guessing he's gonna go on a 
individual one. In terms of the match quality itself, I think it was it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. I think these are all quality workers, including Almas. He's not that bad of a big man. He's gonna flourish more the more matches he'll have. But that's just me. I think this is like a three point three point three if I had to give it. I'll go decimal. I'll go decimal because you just have to outdo me. <laughs> No, yeah. it's not that I'm, I'm outdoing you. I mean, I'll do that on the on the regular, but I'm just saying, like, I need to be more specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll say for me, so I was obviously, I've, I've always been a little bit skeptical about the pairing of Randy and uh, Matt Riddle, like, thinking, like, why is this pair so over? But I got to say, from their, just watching, just from their ring entrance, from the stage to the ring, it sold me with, like, Riddle's being all goofy and he's singing along to Randy's theme music. And Randy's like, he's doing his serious walk up, but he keeps turning around and looking at this goofball doing his thing and just, he's going with it. And I think it, they, like, I think like Dom said, they play off each other really, really well. And as far as once the bell rang, I think the match from the perspective of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, I think it was exactly what it should have been. Obviously you know, Randy is getting all the big moves in. Randy's doing a lot of the actual work and Matt Riddle's, kind of a lot of what Matt Riddle did. He obviously had, he had some spots in the ring with Amos, but for the most part, he did a lot of stuff outside the ring while Randy was the legal man to try to neutralize Amos. Cause obviously like Cody said, a big part of this was making sure that Amos is staggered for as long as possible. And I just think in general, the Randy does all the dirty work while Matt Riddle just kind of bops around and does his thing, but still gets some strikes in because he is a shooter and you need to kind of highlight his pedigree. I think it was great. My only complaint I mean, obviously I said it from, I said it yesterday that the Randy and AJ interplay is like why I want to watch the match. And this match was probably 75% Randy and AJ interplay, which is awesome. My only complaint is, and it goes back to what I talked about yesterday. I think Amos got, I think he was, I think he was staggered too many times. I, I get that that's the ring psychology and it works, but he was staggered and he did the like, from the apron, like leaning back with one hand on the rope. He did that so many times and he was new. He was neutralized for the finish without even taking a huge move. I don't know. It's just, it goes back to, I don't think they're managing a Moss very well. Um, when he was in the ring, he was good. He actually surprised me with like the brief, his brief uh, moments in the ring with Matt Riddle, I thought were good, but then outside the ring, I think he was a little bit too much of a flunky. Yeah, I get that. Honestly, he just needs more experience. That's hence why they put him in attack. I mean, that's not even experience. That's just with the, that's just the way they're booking him. They're booking him to be staggered. I mean, well, he hit that nice like choke slam on the apron to Matt Riddle, but then I don't even remember. Do you guys remember what move kind of took him out for the match? They um, at Riddle smashed him into the ring post twice. I'm pretty sure that was the end of this. He smashed him in once. He he came back staggered and real pushed him into it again. And he was like over by the like barricade. Okay. I think that's what the ending was, but I could be wrong. I didn't rewatch, so yeah, I, I, even, I would I would agree with Cody. Three star, solid three star match, though. Yeah, it was a like solid right, match. From what to ex- we expected, a solid match. We got that. Nothing really to complain. We we all kind of see for that. most of the matches tonight. I think the right people won. Yeah, yeah, if I'm being yeah totally. Yeah, I, think the- I agree. For one, maybe one that was like, eh, we'll get into that. <laughs> the way that yeah, one... we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it, but yeah, so when so Dom just talked about a solid match, let's get into a match that was not solid at all. Um, the next match was Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. 
this went four minutes and well, actually including entrances, it was about 10 minutes and that was nine minutes and 30 seconds too long. This is absolute garbage. Like we all knew it would be. Uh, and the first thing in my notes, now this re this recap package is insulting. There were like, there were three clips of the recap package. One of them was Lily biting the camera. One of them was her standing up on her own. And one of her was winking to the camera. Just this recap package is insulting to me as a wrestling fan. And then my next note, the match starts with Eva taking with Eva taking a clumsy bump to the floor. Then she did a clunky standing switch. Then she hit a doll. For, then she slapped a doll in the face. Then she hit Alexa Bliss in the face with a doll. This match sucks. This match is so stupid. And again, the actual from the bell to bell time was a little under four minutes. And this was just this match did not need to happen. With entrances, this is ten minutes of pay per view time. Which after the match, it seemed like the only reason that this match happened was so Dewdrop could officially turn on Eva Marie if you even call it a turn. I don't think if it was even a real turn. It was Who knows? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what that was. Like, uh, I would just suggest, I suggest anybody, if you're watching this back, this is where you go to the bathroom. Yeah, like, it, it seemed like it seemed like the whole point of the match was for Dewdrop to kind of give um, Eva Marie a little bit of attitude afterward. You couldn't have done that on free TV. You really had to take up pay-per-view time for this crap. No, this doesn't. This doesn't even get a rating for me because this wasn't a match. Like the one thing I'm a little bit happy about is there. I, I don't remember there being any supernatural no, stuff. No, but still, it was, it was crap. It was absolute crap. I hated it. The, um, yeah, Lily just got. What's the name, Lily? I, I'm not gonna learn that fucking doll's name, but Lily gets Lily got smacked like, a couple of times. The thing about the match that I did, I do like 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 a little bit, is you can see glimpses of Alexa Bliss like. Just Alexa Bliss greatness. The way she just was so smooth in the ring. It was a little clunky with what's her name? Uh, 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 who did she face? Eva Marie. Eva Marie. This match doesn't need to be here. I don't know why they did this segment. Women's wall division needs better booking. That's all I can say. I'm, 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 I, I thought Dewdrop was going to turn heel. It was extremely underwhelming. On it would the be face. Team. She'll turn face. Yeah, she's not. She oh, turn yeah. Heel. Turn here. Well, turn on Eva Marie. But it was extremely underwhelming. She just what she, she she said, oh, and the loser oh, is Eva Marie. And I'm like, who cares? Like, I have three statements. Up. I have three statements for this match. One, it's a zero. <laughs> Second, Alexa's better than this. Third, Eva Marie can't wrestle. Okay, thanks. Uh, good. That sums it up, basically. All right, so yeah, mo- yeah, moving right along. We don't need to take any more time on this. So the next match was um was the United States Championship, Sheamus versus Damian Priest. I love this match. This match was my... I think this was my favorite match of the night, to be honest. Because I just like hard-hitting matches. Like, like, Sheamus is obviously a bruiser. He's a shooter. Like, he works this style. It just works so well. And Damian Priest... He can do that as well, and he did. It was a little clunky at times, but that's what shoot style is, you know. Like this match reminds me of like a WWE version of something like Tomo Tomo Ishii would have with Suzuki, maybe a very on the lesser version, but um, it's 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 gonna be hard hitting. You can feel the hits. The finish was great. That kick out with it was Damian Priest jumping on the second rope to Sheamus to do whatever, and then. He, um, Sheamus didn't hit him with a bow kick, he hit him with like a V-trigger, and I thought that was it. And when Damien Priest kicked out, that surprised me, and I didn't expect to be surprised. And Damien Priest um, won the U.S. Championship. We're going to see what he does now. 
um, who he's going to feud with. I'm really intrigued what's going to happen. I'm guessing he's going to, Sheamus going to have a rematch on Monday because that's what WWE likes to do. But overall, I really like this match. This match surprised me. I didn't expect to like it so much. So I'm pleasant, pleasantly surprised. I'll give it, I'll give it four stars. What you, what's wow, that face? Four stars. What's that four face? Stars. I mean, this is really a really good match. Like, yeah. I, I mean, this was a I very like good match, match too. What, what do you not like, like about this match. match? I like the match, but it just, I don't know. It felt kind of sloppy a little bit in the beginning. But, 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 but like, they're, they're, they're not trying they to. They don't have, I mean, like a four hour star match, it's not going to be sloppy at all. It's like five stars is like a great match. Like, so, like, I think it was decent. I don't like, I didn't like the beginning of it. As soon as the pace started picking up, I, I liked it. Uh, Damian Priest did seem like there was a little, there wasn't much chemistry there between him and Sheamus at first. It did feel like pretty sloppy, but I did enjoy it at the end. I think that finish was the best finish of the night. Yeah. I like him taking off the mask and hitting with it. Um, and I do like that Miz and Morrison were nowhere to be found at all. So maybe that's a sign that that storyline's over, hopefully. Maybe. Because the New Day had a thing with, I mean, Xavier had a thing with the Miz after. So hopefully that's the end of it. And I'm excited to see Damian Priest. Maybe, I, I think Damian Priest would be good if he did like a US Open Challenge, stuff like that, to build his, build his character a bit as this confident face that takes on all comers. So I'm excited to see Damian Priest, but I would give this probably a 3.5. Damian Priest is going to have a championship contenders match, probably. <laughs> what does that mean? What? I don't, I don't, I don't. A championship contenders match is literally, it's it's like a funny excuse for the like champion to face the number one contender and potentially lose, but then not lose the title. It's, it's stupid. But I um, you know that's what's going to happen. So, so for uh, so for the match itself, I, I'm glad Damian Priest won again. Bet the 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 right man won. I, I, I love Sheamus and Sheamus. I think was having a pretty good title reign. He was doing. He's one of the guys that came that um actually did himself a lot of favors during the pandemic and was doing really really good work. I might arguably I think would you guys say some of the best work of his career during yeah. the pandemic? I'd I definitely this think is the so. Best, the best part of this is the best Sheamus. Well, had. him I, I like this. I, I I like the bar version a little better because him and society mm-hmm. work great. Yeah, so, but I mean um oh, yeah, I mean like man. I said, like this like Sheamus is doing great. I think it's unfortunate that this had to be the match because I didn't necessarily want Sheamus to drop the title. But if he's against Damian Priest, he's got to drop the title. Um, but as far as the match itself, I agree with Cody. The beginning it was a little bit sloppy. There were it looked you know Damian Priest. Um, a couple minutes in, he did that um, that rope assisted tope to the outside, and he didn't. It didn't look like he got enough air, and he landed. It looked like straight on his tailbone, and I think that might that might have contributed to why the pacing at the beginning was so slow. But it's also a big problem for me, and this goes the same for another match on the card. Is there was so like a big drawn out heat of uh, heat on Damian Priest which is fine since he's a baby face, but he has to be over to have that, to justify getting that much heat. Like when you, like when Seamus is just beating him up and the crowd's not reacting, it just makes Damian Priest look weak. He has to be over and have the crowd really cheering him on for the heat to actually work. But then once they got over that and the match picked up, I, I thought, I thought it was good. They definitely, it definitely took them a couple of minutes to, 
start working well with each other. Cause I think their styles do complement each other, you know, a striker and a strong handed and Seamus is more of a strong handed brawler. I think those like, you can have good matches with that. And then, yeah, like Cody said, I don't know if this was my, this might be my second favorite finish of the night, but yeah, the finish was great. Taking the mask off, hitting three moves right on the bridge of his nose. Then his finish one, two, three, I think it was a great finish. Um, and I give this problem, I give this three and a quarter stars. I, because I think I, I, I had a problem with the pacing for the most part. And there was a little bit of sloppy work, but it was fine. It was good. Okay, maybe th- four stars is a bit too much. I think about uh, it. No, no, no. Yes, it's way too much. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a bit sloppy, but um, I, I, for me personally, I just like to see like a really hard-hitting match. On a I mean, and you can do, you can do uh, you can do sloppy with these styles because yeah, exactly. they're like in a, a brawl can be sloppy, but when the sloppy parts of it are a botched tope, and then Damian Priest, I wanted I actually I meant to watch this match back so I can watch this one spot. Um, when he did the Hurricane Rana, it looked like he landed on his head because he's too because he's so tall. He's too tall, yeah. And then, and then also, do you guys remember when Sheamus hit the Alabama Slam on Damian Priest? Ah. Um. I think it was a long shot. He hit an Alabama slam on Damian Priest, and Damian Priest hit, like, lower back first. Then, like, he didn't land flat back. He landed, like, like this. And that's because he's so tall. An Alabama slam, it's hard to hit on such a on a guy with such long legs yeah. because you really have to fold yourself over to get him flat back. So that so that was another one that just looked really sloppy. And, and that taking a bump when you hit kind of – when you hit like here and then fold like that, that hurts a lot more than taking a flat back. So I bet you it hurt a lot more to take that bump. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, the next match and this one, it, this was, it's an up and this is an up and down match for me. There were parts that I really liked. There were parts that I really didn't like SmackDown tag team championship Usos versus the Mysterios. Um, I can go first. Um, this is probably, it's hard to say, but this is probably one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, Ray can still go, obviously, but it does feel like Dom, every move he made, he botched or, or came close to. He wasn't very good in the ring. He needs more training. Um, I'm hoping this feud is over, but I do like that the, Us- the Usos did look very dominant in most of those parts of his match, and like, I think they were in control, what, 75% of the match almost. So they they did look very strong. I just don't know who they're going to be facing next. But I did like this match. I think I think the Usos look good. I think Ray looked really good. I think Dom was really the weak part that held this match back a little bit. But, yeah, I, I did enjoy this match. I'd probably say this is, like, three – like three and a half, three and a half, like kind of like the same day. It was a little better than the Damian Priest match, but not by much, I think. And for me, I, I mean, I think of a typical like heel versus face tag team match. This is what I think. A lot of times it was just really trying to get to this corner for a hot tag, and then you switch it off with Dom trying to get to a hot tag. Um, Usos dominated how they should have. It was a pretty solid tag team match. No big gripes again. They um of course Dominic could have been better, but this is a, you know it's a big stage. I think he could have done a lot worse as well. Like he didn't he didn't I don't think he hindered the enjoyment of this match. So overall, the right person or the right tag team in this case won. 
Um, no clue who they're going to feud with next. Um, uh, we talked about this yesterday. Maybe Gable Academy, Street Profits. Maybe, maybe a call-up. Who knows? No Are the clue. Viking Raiders still on SmackDown? They're on Raw. Oh, no. Well, actually, I, why do I even ask? I don't care about this guy. I, I'm, I've been out. Dom, you know this. I've been out on the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders ever since that so oh, yeah. they had. I do not like the street profits. I don't know. I'm the pick of the street profits. So. I don't like this. The street profits are like a worse version of the private party for me, but it's just me. Yeah, so um for me, this was I I I, I want to say this was my favorite match of the night as far you know, as far as action goes. As far as action goes, I think this might have been my favorite match of the night because I think whenever Ray was the legal man, I think this was a really fun match you know you weren't looking for anything technically brilliant in this match you weren't really looking for much long-term storytelling this was a match just to like pick the show up a little bit because the because the first couple matches were or the last couple matches were a little bit slow and you know right when the bell rings ray you know he he jump starts it and he has he gets a really good flurry in and then he tags dominic in and the first thing he does is he does a, well. Actually, the very first thing he does, he he missed his very first cue because you know Ray dumps one of the Usos, and then the next spot was supposed to be Dominic goes to the middle of the apron and chucks the other one over. If you look, Dominic takes a couple steps towards the middle of the apron way too early, and Ray has to be like, hey, stupid, go back. It's not time yet. So then he has to walk back. Um, so he the first thing he does is 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 mess up his cue. And then I and then he does a nice little springboard to the outside. That was fine. But then the first thing he does in the ring, he nearly falls off the rope trying to go for a springboard. That then does an incredibly awkward looking crossbody. And it's just everything everything Dom did in this match just wasn't very good. Except for like, he hit the three amigos pretty well. But I'll talk in a sec about how they kind of buried his three amigos later. But then I timed this, and this is why the match like this is why I struggled to give this match really high praise. Is this match went according to Wikipedia ten minutes and fifty seconds. And I timed it. They went four, just under four and a half minutes straight of heat on Dominic, just beating the shit out of Dominic. And again, Dominic, same thing I said with Damian Priest. Dominic doesn't get the type of reaction from the crowd where you can just get heat on him for that long. It makes him look, I mean, it, it does make the Usos look really strong, which is good, but it also makes Dominic look really weak. And I think with Dominic, the point is they want to make him a sympathetic figure, but they just made him look really, really bad here. I mean, he had that little hope spot just get cut off, which was nice. But everything he did was bad. He gets the hot tag to Ray. Ray cleans it up a little bit. Action picks up. And, you know, they, I'm trying to remember exactly how it went. You know, Ray, he picks it up. He gets a little flurry. Foils a double team move. Gets cut off with a super kick. Trying to go for a springboard move. So the action's picking up here really well. This would have been a really good two-on-one handicap match, I think. But then after this good flurry, you have Dominic try to go for something on the apron. And they have this little awkward thing where like he lands and he's got the guy in position to where you, it looks like he might DDT him on the apron. And then like he kind of pauses because maybe that's not the right spot. And then he just lets him go. And then he gets front suplex on the apron. And he's out for the match. Like, dude, what the fuck? This is like, this is how, this is how you're going to book this kid. It, it, it was bad. It was bad. But the, the finish was good. I'm glad the Usos won clean. And yeah, I don't need to see any more of this feud. But I do. I was going to give this three and a half, but Dominic ruins it for me. It's then I gave this three. I think he usually a good yeah. three is is what I agree on as well. It's a solid tag team match. We expected a solid tag team match from them. Um, I don't need to see this match again. The Usos are yeah. better than that. They're gonna have better matches with other tag teams. And, and, and my my biggest problem was if you're gonna if you're gonna beat the Mysterios flat, 
and Ray is going to be the one to take the pin. Why are you not going to continue the story of the dissension between Ray and Dominic? Why is what they just like they just walk off? What like they didn't like argue with each other? They didn't yell at each other. Dominic they wanted like, for wasn't they wanted for SmackDown. They, but you you plant like they didn't have to full on turn here, but you can still like have Dominic be looking disappointed that his father just lost a match and like looking a little bit resentful, you know, like the, like the fact that they hinted at it on SmackDown and then did nothing for it here and just beat the Mysterios flat. I think uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's an odd decision for me, but, but whatever. Speaking of odd decisions. So okay. I kind of, I kind of want to take this in multiple parts because we had a segment and then an, another segment and then a match, kind of a match. So (laughs) the SmackDown Women's Championship, after a full multiple minute package of Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks and a full entrance for Bianca Belair, they say Sasha's not here. So why did we get the package and why are you like, why did we get a full package if you knew that she wasn't anyway? And then then here then like, okay, you're new. And actually, I wrote during during Bianca Belair's entrance. I wrote, I'm really excited for this match, but if I see Carmella or Zelina Vega at any point, I'm going to puke. And then they get to the ring, like, you're actually going to be fighting Carmella. And I was like, shit, like, like, oh, come on. And the crowd's dead. <laughs> and I'm just laughing at how stupid this whole thing is. The crowd hates it. Bianca's laughing, like, not taking it seriously at all. Carmella's not even taking herself seriously. And I'm just going to stop there. What do you guys think of everything up until this point? Um, I think it was, like, I mean, like, WWE, why can't you just... I get they didn't want to spoil the surprise of a special person joining, but, like, the rumor was out there. Like, I said yesterday on the podcast that it looked like Sasha wasn't going to be able to compete. And I I guess I read something today on Fightful that she wasn't cleared. So I don't know if it's COVID or what. Hopefully she can come back soon. That's what the report is. Hopefully they'll have her soon. But I feel like, yeah, you kind of led the fans and like you in the wrong direction. Be like, okay, like even up until with Bianca's entrance, Pat McAfee's hyping up the match. He's like, oh my god, this is gonna be a classic. And like, like, like if you know it's not happening, you don't have to say that. Like, we're like looking forward to it because they had such a good match at WrestleMania. Like, all right, I think they can get away with. I think they can get away with that if the match that they ended up having ended up being classic. Like you can say, you can say this match is going to be a classic, and then like you rip the classic. Like everyone's expecting this classic match, and you take it away from them, and then you give them a star, and then yeah. you. But you still have to have the classic match to justify taking away a classic match. But yeah, obviously, Dom, Dom, go ahead. I was gonna say that this is the match. Well, Sasha against Belair was the match I was most looking forward to. I thought this was the match that was going to be the best, and it never it didn't end up happening. We'll talk about what actually ended up happening. It was just overall disappointing and and I and I have a lot of gripe and um a lot of things to get off my chest when we get into that what actually happened. Yeah so speaking of what actually happened so it looks like so it looks like they're about to ring the bell for this this hopefully two minute match of Carmella versus Bianca Belair when Becky Lynch's music hits and probably I think the pop of the night the crowd goes absolutely ballistic and Becky's entrance was great she milked the crowd every step of the way even when she got in the ring just milking the crowd on everything I loved it I was kind of I don't know what I was hoping for at this point because as soon as her music hit I think it was pretty obvious she was 
going to walk out of the ring with the championship. Um, I would have rather seen her go for the Raw Women's Championship because that's the title she technically ever lost. But, you know, I, you know, she beats up Carmella, gets in the ring. Now I'm getting pretty hyped because Becky and Bianca could have a really great match. And this is a match that we haven't, I don't think we've seen this match at all. Um, Becky versus Bianca Belair. So it's so this is at least something that's going to be, it's going to be new and it's going to be great. And then the bell rings and I took a swig out of my water bottle and I looked back at the screen and the match was over. And yeah, I'm actually going to read. So I obviously I took notes on every match. I'm going to read just my notes from the beginning to the end of this entire segment. It's going to be good. So Bianca versus Sasha, cross out, Carmella, cross out, Becky. If I see Carmella and Zelina Vega at any point, I'm going to puke. Oh, fuck all this noise. I'm getting a snack. The crowd is dead. Absolutely dead. This is awful. Nothing could be worse. Please be a squash match. Oh, fuck me. I love wrestling. It's Becky. What the fuck? The SmackDown women's division is dead. <laughs> so I that, missed, that, that was my roller coaster. I missed the whole match. I looked at my phone and the match was over. I had to experience it through a replay, which honestly, the replay could just show the whole match because it actually did. So from what, from, from what I remember, she did like a, what was it? Like a sucker punch. And she said, fight cycle the sucker punch and she hit her finisher or what? Well, it wasn't even her finisher. It was some kind of like the it, man move. It was like a. It was one of her. Um, it was one of her. I think it was one of her like signature moves. I, th- I think Michael Cole call, called the wrong move. He called the manhandle slam, but I don't remember okay. it being a pump hand. I don't remember it being a pump. Because that's, that's, her, that's the name for pump it. handle move. She has a pump handle move that I think yeah. is called the manhandle slam, but that wasn't it. That was more. Uh, like is anyone, is anyone surprised? Or, that, yeah, yeah. Like, but is anyone surprised that Michael Cole's fucking up spots? I'm um, no, no. That's Michael Cole. He he's here to um to scream very loudly and be excited that the man is back. That's what Michael Cole's role. Is. I mean, it was a cool moment. That it, was, it was. It was. It was. But I like at the same time, it's I missed the pop because I was so pissed that we we're having Carmella because <laughs> Sasha's my favorite wrestler. So like, I'm like, fuck, Sasha's not here. We have to deal with Carmella. I'm I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh maybe Becky, but like sometimes WWE just is like. Nah, nah, you can't be happy tonight. I'm sorry. But then she came out and then she squashed Bianca, which is, I, I'm hope. So I'm going to give them a benefit of the doubt. They probably didn't know Beck, Sasha wasn't going to be able to compete until like probably like Wednesday of this week. So, like, I don't know if Becky was even like prepared to like wrestle. Like, like she's been out for, for over a year. So, like, I just think, I don't know. If they turn Sasha up, Bianca here, I'll be happy. Uh, Eric, you want to have any thoughts before I go on like a three-minute rant? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get mine out of the way. Because for the match, I really, you know, like Cody said, you don't know how long they've known that this was going to happen. But at the same time, if Becky was ready to do anything, I don't think Becky would have returned if she wasn't ready to wrestle a full match. She definitely wouldn't have, wouldn't have won the title if she wasn't ready to wrestle a full match. And I think, you know, these are professional wrestlers. This is WWE. They're getting the best training in the business. They can put a match together. Like, I, I bet they could put together a decent five or six minute match with like three hours notice. And they definitely knew this was happening. At the very least, they knew this was happening the day before the pay-per-view. They could have put together a solid five, six minute match and just had Becky go over. Because I'm not going to lie. I think I think Becky winning the title is the right decision. Um, you know, she's the, she's the most over woman in the company. Even mm-hmm. a, even after a year of layoff, you saw the pop. You heard the pop that she got. Yeah, and I think especially given how she gave the title away to Oscar, she needs to come back and have a title. 
because we, no one ever got the pay, not, not, not the payoff of seeing her lose, but closure for her as a champion of her actually getting pinned and putting somebody over. Um, so her winning was the right decision, but I think a t- Wikipedia says 27 seconds. I feel like that's generous. Um, it felt like 10 seconds for me. I think that's terrible. I, like you can do that. I think you can do that with Nikki Ash because she's a comedy wrestler and you don't expect anything from her. <laughs> Nikki. But when, when Bianca Belair has been the champion for multiple months, she's beaten Bailey multiple times. She's got these, she's got solid wins. She's been solidified as a legitimate champion. Beating her in less than 30 seconds makes the entire women's division look terrible. Like, do you, like Sasha, since Sasha wasn't here, she's the only person that I buy against Becky right now. I don't buy Bianca Belair because she's lost in 30 seconds. I don't, I never bought Carmelo and Zelina Vega, but I don't buy anyone Bianca has ever beat because Bianca looks so weak now. All right, here, let me get into this. I'm going to get ready. What in the actual hell is WWE doing? I, I get I get Becky Lynch returning. It's a great moment. I really couldn't judge the pop. It's really hard to judge pops with such a big arena because all of the because it's because when, when when the crowd reacts like the sound goes everywhere because it's such a big space, right? So I'm not gonna judge the pop of reaction. I was happy. I know a lot of people were excited to see Becky. This is my problem. What's the point of having her win to begin with? Because you're going to take all the heat away, all the momentum you have with Bel Air and just shove it in the toilet. Here's Becky, who is supposed to be the person who's against authority. She's the man. You know, she stands up for the people. Her whole thing was, hey, I'm going to come in here. The system's fair. Um, Ronda Rousey, her story with Ronda Rousey was like, okay, she's just giving you the opportunities. That's not fair. I work my ass off. I'm going to show who the man is, you know, Becky Lynch. She is the man. That's the whole story. And with her just coming in there, the, I wouldn't say demand. I don't know how yes. she, she just showed up and Bianca agreed to the match. Okay, like, she, but Becky but, has nothing but, to do with this. But this, this is their booking. Okay, this is not Becky herself, but I'm just saying the booking itself. I'm not talking about the booking. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Becky, when, when they're like, oh, you win the championship, I don't think she's going to be like, oh, I don't want to. You know, that, that many wrestlers deny a championship there's some people out there but some don't and i don't understand why couldn't she just come in here and nobody likes nobody cares about camilla Miracle. why couldn't they come out there squat um i don't know annoy belair and then becky comes in for the safe and they raise their hands obviously Be- belair is supposed to be the baby face becky's definitely supposed to be the baby face why can't they have them be baby face together why does it have to squander Belair's momentum? What is Belair gonna do now? Why would you why would you take her serious when they have a rematch? Why would you take her serious now? Well, her she husband's in the street what? profits. Maybe they need a valet. Oh, that's that's disrespectful to Belair, and you know that. <laughs> it's just it's it's just to say that so say that like I get the fun the finish is terrible. I get I understand. But Becky did catch her off guard with a punch. Like she was, Bianca wasn't paying attention. She punched her and then threw her down. So it's but, not but like, he can, but he can. Not like Bianca thing. just stood there and be like, "Hey, but hey, hit me with your move." But but that's <laughs> but 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 the, the parallel I would like to think I'm like, okay, what's the best case scenario for this story? And I'm thinking Daniel Bryan. Remember? Becky has cra- Becky just has crazy. Like I get what you're saying that Bianca had a lot of momentum, but Becky's got the crowd. <laughs> Becky's just but, Becky's but gonna draw. Only, Becky's gonna draw. Let's but be honest. Not, Sasha, if Sasha wrestled last night, who wins? Belair. No, Sasha's winning. 
then why would they take Bianca the title off Bianca? Because Becky comes. Sasha down. was winning last night, and if I'm almost positive Becky they was gonna win over either of them. Honestly, uh, honestly, if, if Sasha no, was able to wrestle, back. Becky's not coming back if Sasha's wrestling. Yes, she is. Why no, would she? she? Why no, would? She yes, she would. How would she come back last night when the match? They had the match anyways. To insert herself in the match and win the title. No, no. This Becky, is obvious. Sasha couldn't wrestle. So you're just telling me that? Oh, they thought of this last minute. Yes, it's what been saying no, the whole time. I don't understand WWE's booking. They do some. They just do some things extremely well, and then some things they just do awful. And the problem with me is, why don't they are supposed to be about the women's revolution, which is great. This is what we've been wanting to see. You know, women can wrestle just as well as men. I think that's a proven point. That's a fact. But continuously, they book them like shit. Like that's a bit of a stretch, I think. That's a little bit of a stretch. We, okay, what's the re- what's that, the most recent good booking for a female? That's a really general term. What do you mean good booking? Bianca has Bianca's been good booked good since until the, now. Until now. The, okay, so then, 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 okay, then, then, then also, okay, it's gonna I'll, be remembered. Then I'll say, okay, I'll say, I'll say, um, thirty seconds. Then I'll say, fr- I'll say, then I'll say Friday on SmackDown. That was good woman. That was good women's booking. She wasn't even there yet on Friday, was she? What did she do? Yeah, yeah why, why would, why would, yeah, why would she be, why would she be booked for SmackDown if she's not gonna be on the show? That's good. That's good. Or Sasha, if, or if the match is gonna happen, Sasha. Well, she, she wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why, why would she be booked for for SmackDown for the SmackDown yeah, Go Home show for SummerSlam? She's not gonna be at SummerSlam. Funny, Becky's not showing up if Sasha's there. So, I, she I, might show up. She might show up, but she might show up like after the match. Yeah, she's not showing and up. Challenge. I think Bianca loses that title either way. Because if they had if they wanted her to actually keep the title, there's no Becky's not coming out that night. Or she's coming out at the Raw match, not SmackDown. I like to That's think I like to think that somehow. Uh, it's really hard to tell if I don't know U.S.'s opinion if the two returns was a counterpart to what happened on Friday. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Brock's hundred percent. Brock's okay, a million. If it, if it really was, then they they everybody knew Punk was gonna return before it actually happened. You know, you don't just sell out uh, the United Center and not show up with the person everyone sh- comes like that. Okay. Basically, buries your whole company. AW is not that stupid. They might be a young company, but they're not a stupid company, in my opinion. But that, needless to say, I just don't under- I just don't like how the women are being booked. I think th- there's so many. They're talented- being fine, I think. <sighs> With Becky, like, okay, who's, like who's, Becky gonna, who's, who's Becky gonna actually? They just made the, the the women just main evented WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, and what? And the winner just lost in thirty seconds in SummerSlam. And and the loser is gonna what, after face hold, Becky after next, and then she's gonna win. So you're telling me, so you're telling me you don't want to see Sasha versus Becky? Of course I do, but it's not I'm, okay. So don't I'm, I'm not gonna I'm you, not gonna go and think Sasha's gonna win right? now. She couldn't even didn't, be. Didn't you love Kofi Mania? Didn't you love Kofi Mania? Kofi Mania is not the women's division though. <laughs> but it's the yeah, same thing. He, same Kofi, thing. Kofi won at Kofi won at WrestleMania, held for a long time, got squashed. So was he was he was he a terribly booked champion? Same exact, same exact thing. Tell me, tell me that's he, not the same. He exact was, thing. he, it wasn't booked well. Afterwards, the moment I will, was I will the, the say WrestleMania that moment five, was great. An established move that like no one, no one kicks out. No of one's that. gonna look at like Kofi's actual reign as something really good. They're gonna be looking at it as a disappointment. 
And there no, has been a lot. No, they don't. They look at it, they look at it like, wow, Kofi had a big push. That's good for him. He had a big push, but what? What? No. The the moment from him getting the WrestleMania match. So basically, the, I would like to call the road to WrestleMania was great. After that, it was kind of like, well, he's gonna hit on. He's gonna have to, you know, have his run now. And the one itself was underwhelming. It just was. And then him getting squashed, that's the story. Belair could have had a much better run. Okay, so, okay, and so, and so, I like to think that... So Kofi was booked... So, so then Kofi was booked poorly, so you can't just say that they booked the women poorly because they booked the men poorly too. But the men is just not just WWE Championship. The thing with the women is they will have a WWE Championship and then maybe the tag division and something else. The, the th- fact of this, we the had tag what? division. The tag division is terribly poor. <laughs> exactly my point with the women's tag division. I mean, it's a tag division. I mean, women's tag division, of course. But how many matches, women's matches were there? There were three women's no. matches. Tonight? Yes, three, right? Yeah, there were three. Two yeah, of them were, were championship matches. Oh, yeah, And one of them was what already we already discussed, which was BS, right? Like, I like to, they, they, I know they can work, book, book them well. And if they book them well and give them a big spotlight, these women will deliver. But at the same could, time, why couldn't they just um, give, to, why couldn't they just give them a five minute match? They would have delivered. Because the show already, because the show already went four hours. Yeah, with the drip step, and the and the and everything else with Lily. Like, no, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that that's my complaint. Is you don't need to, you don't need to have those terrible segments, but that's to that show why. It's, it's bad booking. That's just I guess, so I, I promise. Booking. I promise when they had these segments and they didn't say, okay, where can we make up time? Let's take all of it away from the SmackDown Women's Championship. I promise you they didn't say that. Here, let's try, let, 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 let me ask you guys something before we move on to the next because I've been ranting for a while. And, yeah, uh, we gotta get going. This is going to be like two um, hours now. <laughs> when do you guys think Belair's going to get a rematch? Give me a time span. When? Yeah, when when's she gonna get a rematch? Probably Friday. I'm Friday. Out. Okay. What do you think? No, I don't think I don't think Becky's wrestling for a little while at least. Okay. She's, I don't think. Well, yeah, you know, whenever, whenever Becky, whenever Becky can wrestle a proper match, that's probably Bianca's probably gonna be her first opponent. I'm gonna be I'm a, extreme rules, extreme rules, and then Sasha's gonna Sasha's gonna do something. I don't know, and then it's gonna be a triple threat crown. All right, before we let's try to get to the other ones and zoom those through. I'm going to make a bold prediction. I hope I am wrong, honestly. I don't think Belair is going to face Becky in a rematch for the next two months. That's just me. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I'm honestly hopefully your bold, wrong. Your bold predictions usually go well. So, so, so I'm hopefully wrong. because, But I, I just have to. I, I just have a bad feeling about it. Okay, let's just move on. But yes, okay, so Don't worry. We're, we're, we're going to make up <laughs> some time here because this, this match should take no more than 30 seconds to talk about. Everything Drew McIntyre versus J.J. Mahal. No, zero, zero, zero. a squash <laughs> match should have been... Uh, Drew McIntyre is not on the pre show because it's Drew McIntyre. I'm sick of it. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it's, 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 sick of him. I'm not, but... Mm-hmm. The, ma- the match intense. was... The match was exactly what you thought it would be. It was a squash. Veer and Chanky didn't show up till afterward. Drew... Then swung the most obviously, I'm going to swing this, but not try to hit you, swing of a sword I've ever seen in my life. And that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ginger looked like an idiot. And thanks yeah. for coming, Ginger. I'll see you on main event. Cool squash mash for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah th- thanks, for co- th- thanks for coming to the main roster for a month, Ginger. We'll see you on main event. Yeah, main event it is. Moving on. 
The next match, the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair versus Nikki, no longer a superhero. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, this match was better than I thought it was going to be. I enjoyed it more. I started picking. It started. It was a bit slow. It was a bit slow because I like my triple, triple, triple threat, triple threat. I like those um, a little bit faster. They had some great high spots. Nikki tapping basically just tells me they're done with Nikki. Because you're yeah. not going to have your baby face yeah, tap. Be. And honestly, it was like, okay, I have my Nikki prediction strong, but at least I won't be seeing Nikki. This is good. Um, it's good that Rhea didn't take the fall. Nikki should If Nikki was going to lose, she should have taken it, and she did. And mm-hmm. She'd take it with the tap. And the rest is it. Um, Charlotte is now the 12-time women's champion. Yeah, I, I like the match. This is actually one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, I didn't have a problem with the pacing. So, I mean, the first thing was, um, so um, Nikki Ash's um, intro package made this impossible to take seriously at all because she's got the goofy cartoon comic book superhero music and talking about how, like, following your dreams and cookie cutter pandering, blah, blah, blah. I can't take any of it seriously. But the match itself, this is why I liked it. I, um, the way that multi-person matches tend to be booked nowadays is just a series of one-on-one matches where someone like in a triple threat match someone like if if us three were in a triple threat match it would be booked as me and cody would dump dom to the floor and dom would sell for like five minutes while me and cody have a one-on-one match and then dom will come in and then dom and cody will throw me out so that dom and cody can have a one-on-one match and this wasn't that for the most part there are obviously parts where nikki needed to sell because nikki needed to be as far away from the two stars as possible but for the most part, this was a triple threat where all three women were in the ring actually doing, you know, there was good like two on ones where they were trying to neutralize Charlotte. There was good, just good. There was good double team action. I actually thought that Nikki Ash, I think actually performed a lot better than I thought she would. She did like a lot of her count. She had really clean work with a lot of her counters and she did like as much as I didn't want her in the match. She did fine. She did fine for what she was in there to do. And obviously the interplay with Charlotte and Rhea was great as it always is. They have such great chemistry. I love seeing it. And there were some good near, there were some pretty good near falls in this match. There were some good high spots. I thought this had, this had everything I think you expect a good triple threat to have. It might've been a little bit slow for some people's taste, but mm-hmm. I thought, um, I, I, I had no problem with the pace, but I understand some people will, yeah. but I really liked it. It was everything that I, thought everything that I thought needed to happen happened, including Charlotte winning. I thought that was the only sensible thing to do. Um, I hated this match. I really what? did. <laughs> I did okay. not hate it. It's just, there's some matches like people can't get into. I just couldn't get into this match. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part was when uh, Charlotte almost decapitated Nikki Ash uh, on her moonsault when Nikki Ash's head was on the barricade and Charlotte's ass like went right into oh, her. That was scary. She almost killed. She almost killed. Her. But um, I'm sick. I don't like the matches because I know what's gonna happen. I know I'm raw. It's gonna Charlotte's gonna come out, and then Rhea's gonna come out, and Rhea's gonna be like, "Well, I didn't tap out. You didn't get me." So we're gonna have another rematch, which they do have great matches. But like, I'm sick of the same story over and over and over again. And like, this was such a predictable ending. Like, it was either gonna be Nikki Ash rolling up. Uh, one of the two, yeah. probably Rhea, or it was Charlotte making Nikki Ash tap. It was it was just a very predictable match for me. So I I, 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 pref- I prefer the outcome that happened. So, well, yeah, me too, me too, me too. 
but I don't think that there's no one that Charlotte can wrestle right now that's not Rhea Ripley. So what? Um, I would give this a three point seven. I we didn't do a rating for the last match. Um, zero. I refuse. We, we haven't done a rating for the last two last two matches. Oh yeah, because um, they're, 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 they're on the <laughs> yeah. No, zero. No. I I'd give this three. I'd give this three and three quarters. Yeah, same. No, I give this a two. Cody's a hater. Okay, let's move hair. on. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm moving along to another match that we disagreed on. So I'm <laughs> gonna preface it. <laughs> I'm gonna preface it by saying you disagree. Yeah, we, we were talking. We were talking about should we do the review right after the show or the morning after? I'm really glad we chose the morning after because it did give me time to rewatch this match. And I've changed my tune a lot, but not to the. But like, I'm still not as high on this match as you guys were. It's Edge versus Seth Rollins, and I'll start since I'm gonna, since I'm the differing opinion here. That um, I'll get I'll start off with the good stuff. Obviously, I think as far as like work, this I think this was the best worked match of the night by far, and it's not a surprise when you look at who's in it. I think the psychology was I, I, at first I said the psychology was solid, but the psychology was great. It's like this was also the best psychology of the night. Everything centering around working on Edge's neck, all the like uh, the suspense around when Seth's going to hit the curb stomp. I thought all I thought the psychology was off the charts in this match. Um, so I did I have changed my tune a little bit from I hated this match and but I can't come fully around on it because I timed it the second time I watched it from when I think the pace picks up from like abs from like just tortoise and the hair slow. Um, it and I, for me it's seven minutes. The first seven and this was a 21 minute match. The first seven minutes I thought were I were putting me to sleep. It was so slow. Um, but I, I get that they have to build. I get the pace needs to be built over time. But I think seven minutes for it to be as slow as it was was a bit much. But then after that seven minutes, I, I think it was great. There were a lot of, you know, there were a lot of callbacks to Edge's, you know, his to his, his retro moveset with the education and the educator. I There's a lot, a lot of throwbacks. The guys have great chemistry with each other. And I think, again, I think it just, it was a really, really well told story. Um, a lot of, from people that I've talked to about this match, they're split on whether or not the right person won. I think the right person won. I know there's a thing like Edge is so old, he needs to be putting people over. But my thing is, I don't think Seth Rollins needs a bunch of wins to be a credible title contender. I think he's, he's one of the rare people on the roster where he can just, get thrown into the title picture whenever he wants. And it makes sense because he's a star. So I don't, I, I think a loss here doesn't hurt Seth as much as it would have hurt edge and a win for Seth wouldn't have done as much as it would for edge edge. I think absolutely needed this win, assuming that they have actual plans for him. If they have no plans for him, then okay. Have him lose, but it seems like they got plans for him. So we needed one. This match was great. Honestly, this was should have been uh, first of all, Seth is the drip god. This is probably my favorite um entrance attire from him of all time, which says a lot because he has a lot of great ones. This is my favorite. I just love the mismatch on his arms. He had like little pattern. So the, the West he wore was like a luchador. Was it like a luchador vest? It was like a um bull bull. What's it? What's the name for the people? A bullfighter. Is that the name? Sure. The bullfighter vest. It just it was just all around great. I love the some of the counters, the counter from Edge, um, trying to hit a spear and then Seth hitting a counter of a pedigree in the mid air. That was great. The pacing 
is an edge match, honestly. We saw it last month with Roman Reigns. It started off slow and it picked up. That's, but that's also Roman's kind of pace in terms of matches. So that worked really well. I think it worked really well here. Seth is class act. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Seth Rollins. I'm not the biggest fan of him. And then I watch him and I'm like, well, oh, I'm stupid. You know, I should, I should, I should hit myself with a hammer, honestly. <laughs> Cody's <laughs> giving me a thumbs up. Yeah. But um, in terms of the brood entrance, I think that's cool. I wish it would have gone longer, but it makes sense for the character that Edge is right now. And all of, all, all in general, I think I really, really enjoyed it. It's a great match. Three, I'm going to give it, this time I'll give it actual four. I, this time actually four stars. Give another one four, you can't take it back, sorry. This time, okay, fine. This one is actually four. I'm going to stick with it no matter what. I think All this right. match is the match of the night for me. So I'm, I'm definitely in the Dom camp right now. This is my favorite match of the night. I think Seth carried this match, I think. The only thing, the only like real bad thing that I didn't like about this match Seth Rollins needs to stop doing that stupid Falcon Arrow. Like it's the most, it's the most literally, like every time you know it's coming. It's like the the five moves of Doom from Cena. You know what's happening once he does does the one. So like I, I do like. It's a shame that Seth Rollins isn't really over as a face because I feel like he would be able to have way more matches with different types of people if he was a face. But his character just doesn't. I. I guess they just was a match with his face. Like, so when he was champion, he wasn't really that over as a face. Like, every time he's a heel, he's just the best heel. So I did enjoy this match. I thought it made a lot of sense with the neck. I did. I think the the result was right. Where I agree with Eric. Seth Rollins doesn't need to win to have a championship match. He is the his character is delusional. He deserves everything. So it doesn't really matter what his wins or losses come to because I feel Seth is just one of those guys that you can put him in a championship picture. It just, it, it works. So I really did like this match. I thought Seth carried it. Seth is probably a top three wrestler in WWE. I would yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. Him, AJ and Randy. I mean, wrestling ability. I don't, I don't think Roman's up there with wrestling ability. He's a great mm-hmm. wrestler, but I think okay. I think overall like ability ability in the ring, I think Seth is probably top three. So that was a fun match, and uh, it was yeah, I, I liked it all the way through. And I'll actually I'll, I'll say a couple things I forgot to mention. First of all, I think probably might be my favorite near fall of the night, if not my second favorite near fall of the night, was when Seth was going to the top rope, went for the Phoenix Splash, landed on two, which is imp- which like just doing that could to. Do the courtroom moons on land on your feet? Fucking impressive as hell. I don't know how he does it. And then in, into the spear from Edge. That might have been my favorite near fall of the night. But then the finish, actually. So when I earlier when I said that Damian Priest and Sheamus had my favorite, if not my second favorite finish of the night, this might have been my favorite finish. I loved because it no who who thought that it was gonna that Seth it was gonna be a submission finish. Yeah. Like I don't think any I don't think anyone thought it was gonna be a submission finish. That just I loved. When he gets the crossface in, rolls him over to the middle of the ring, looks like Seth's going to get out, and then he starts pounding. I mean, the, the camera angle was kind of bad. You could see Seth pounding the ring to get the effect, and I think Seth even caught onto it because he stopped hitting it for a second he realized how stupid it looked. But but for what they were going for, like I think it made Edge look really strong, and I I, I, I love the finish. It, this might have been my favorite finish of the night. 
It's a great, honestly, great, all, <clears throat> great all around. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm intrigued to see who Edge and Seth are going to feud with next. Yeah, I feel like I'm just going to be gone for a while. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell Survivor Series, I guess. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Yeah. Or the Crown Jewel match, if if. Uh, he might go to Crown Jewel because of the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, so Bobby Lashley. Uh... Um, yeah, speaking of us, speaking after my favorite finish of the night, probably my least favorite finish of the night, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. I hated it. Um, I hate like, I I liked the first like minute um, because you know it was a classic. Because I think we're all expecting the same thing, a classic three to four minute sloppy Goldberg spot fest, where it's going to be spear, 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 finish. And that would if, if that's what we got, I would have been fine with it. And for the first couple minutes, it looked like that's what we were going to get. Goldberg, you know, he, he was hitting his moves fairly, for the most part. There was obviously a couple where he was showing his age a little bit. Um, he, his work was with his power moves, like his power slams was pretty good. But for the most part, it was just slop, a sloppy Goldberg spot fest for a few minutes. But then they go out to the floor. Once this match hit the five-minute mark, I was out. I hated the finish. Um, at first, I thought it might be a legitimate injury. Because I'm like, they can't be this stupid that they're actually going to have this done by referee stoppage. Then the afterbirth happened to the sun. Like, oh, no, that was the planned finish. This this was this was awful. I mean, I for what it's worth, they did make Lashley look really strong because he did ragdoll Goldberg around a little bit. But I hate the referee stoppage, and I hate the bringing his son in after the match. Even though Lashley kept his heat, I hated it. It's it's not good. Bobby should have just pinned him. I feel like now he gets like half the rub he's supposed to get from the Goldberg win. Like honestly, he's he he gets less the rub. Goldberg looks worse. If if Goldberg wants to return, and if Goldberg, I mean, I'm guessing he he's gonna try to return. As much as we don't, I don't like his. Mm-hmm. You guys don't might like not like and it. That's, but... And that's the word. That's the worst part is the afterbirth of the match guarantees that the feud's not over. Exactly. That's, that's the worst the part. part. And now, like, and now I'm thinking, oh, are they gonna try this again at WrestleMania? Or... And actually, the worst, worst part is they set it up to where it might be like a Lashley and MVP versus Oldberg and Youngberg match. Which Youngberg, God, what Youngberg those. is like what 15? You can't know. That's He's not 15. No. No, but that's, I no feel like that, you don't even put that idea. Either out way, there. either either way, the, the the feud's still going on, which is the which is the worst takeaway of it all. Um, I don't really have an opinion on this match. It's it pretty terrible. Um, but I do not like that. If okay, if the angle was to set up the the sun thing, then cool. But if Goldberg just didn't want to take a pin from Lashley, that's pathetic. I'm just that's that's kind of, yeah, I agree. I agree. If that's, that's not, if that's why. If that's why he the the thing was stuck because of injury, like you could have he could have pinned him and then attacked him afterwards, like that would make sense more than Goldberg not taking a pin at all from your WWE champion. I don't know. I don't. I I I think I might just be wishfully thinking here, but I don't. I I would like to think that's not the case because it's not like since Goldberg returned at Survivor Series, it's not like he's done zero jobs. He's but, he's but, he he, he jobbed to Brock. He jobbed to Strowman. Um, I, I he's he I think he's proven that he's not opposed to taking jobs. So I may I might be wishfully thinking, but I I think if you if you are gonna do a job to Braun Strowman, you should be fine doing a job to Bobby Lashley. Either way, what a disappointing outcome, to be honest. Just don't like Brock. I just don't like Goldberg, so that might be just me. It, the only <laughs> the good thing I have to say about Goldberg is his entrance is hype. It's just that's all. It's I hype. Think, I think it's it's hype. Like- I think it's hype. Goldberg, that's hype. 
other than that, <clears throat> that's all. Oh. All right, let's go on to the main event. Yes, yeah, so main <laughs> event. Main event time. Um, Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal Championship. I'll let you guys start. Um, I thought, I thought this was what we expected. I don't think we were expecting like a five star wrestling match between these two because Roman likes to work slow. Yeah. But this was slow. This was slower than Roman worked. Well, I feel like Roman was just going to the crowd way too much, talking about the crowd. Every chance he got, he knocked Cena down one. And then Cena would do the roll-up, and I hated it. Like, Cena, you're a 16-time WWE champion. You shouldn't be trying to roll up somebody to get your <laughs> title. You're John Cena. You should be using your move. You should be – I don't know. I just didn't like this match too much. Um, I'm glad that Roman won, even though I picked John Cena, because I just thought it would be funny. But, <laughs> it was hilarious, I'm sure. But um, I do I do think the outcome was good. I'm glad that Brock Lesnar returned. Uh, I think it's just an interesting dynamic between him and Paul Heyman and Reigns. I'm I'm very excited. This is probably the most excited I've been for a few with Roman for a little while. So yeah. I'm I'm very happy. I'm, the match probably three stars. It was it was terrible, but it felt like there's no mercy match a lot. So that was kind of I. That was my. Oh, go ahead, Dom. Oh, I was gonna say I actually do like this match. Um, yeah, it was very slow. I am not the biggest fan of slow matches, but. Roman, just his character work, I just enjoy so, so much. With Paul Heyman, with the near falls, with Paul Heyman's reaction, every time it's a near fall. Um, by the way, we, because um, we did watch together this ma- last match, and I was just raving about his Roman's timing and his kickouts. His timing is so impeccable and great. It's so precise. His eyes just, are open. What's that? His eyes are open. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, if you, if his eyes were closed, you would like it. It would just make more be like, oh, is Roman gonna be able to kick out? Well, he's not. He's not sleeping when he takes the pin. I don't understand. I mean, that. but like, but like Cena. If you watch Cena, Cena usually has his eyes closed when he's kicking out. Well, Cena, Cena, he's gonna do whatever. Honestly, Cena, I was very impressed with. I love the slick back hair. I like that he was trying to do a little. Didn't he? Didn't he like um taunt? He kind of taunted um Roman Reigns with the whole. Didn't he do like a ua? He did something. He did. He did something. Yeah, from, he, yeah did. he did the he spear did. thing. Wow. I I enjoyed that a lot. It made me pop. Honestly, that's just me though. Remind um, me of the rock match where he lost. Because he I I I, I enjoyed the little taunts and the John Cena yeah. cheekiness. I like to call it. Um and. I didn't like the roll-ups. I didn't like the whole story of like, oh, I almost got you. I have two pins. I'm like, John Cena, you're the 16-time world champion. You should be expecting just to flat-out dominate, like, super Cena this man. I don't know why you're doing like, oh, I have to win by a roll I, I have to do it by a quick count. Look at that. I just didn't like that. And the Brock Lesnar return, Um, I, I, I don't like to say I predicted this because I really didn't. I, I just said, what is Brock doing right before he came out? And then he came out, and I was like, yeah. That would be cool, and and Brock came. I don't remember this. you saying that. Oh, Eric, you better. Be I don't that. remember Eric, you saying he, that. He said it. He said it. I don't he did. Know. Cody doesn't he like did. to give me. I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him. Cody's a hater. Like, he, like he didn't. He didn't say. He didn't. He didn't say like watch Brock come out in three, yeah. two, one. I just he said. Just, he, he, said he said like 
it's, yeah, like we were talking about Brock, and I was like, well, Cody said he was trending, and Dom's like, well, what's he doing? And that, and yeah. so he didn't predict it. But I, 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 I said I didn't predict it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I kind of foreshadowed it. That's all. That's all. When we when we watched it together. Sure, 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 sure. Yes, but overall. So, there's no further yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, what, what do you guys get that for a star rating? What what's the what's the star rating then? I give it three stars. Three and a half. Yeah, I so it's 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 weird. I'm looking at it as I really liked what they accomplished because Roman really for the most part he works you know over and I think he got over really strong. But the match itself, yeah. I mean, look, John Cena, his big thing has been like, I only need to be perfect, like you can beat the shit out of me. And I only need to be perfect for one, two, three, and I beat you. So I liked the first couple roll-ups because, like, okay, that fits with the with what he was saying. But then when it gets to like the fifth roll-up and the sixth roll-up, it's like, what are we doing here? Do, does anyone think that any roll-up is going to beat Roman Reigns? No, it's not. So you just overkill it, and it's just it 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 bothered me a lot. And then yeah, this match was really slow which is, you know, it's a typical, which is classic Roman Reigns, especially this Roman Reigns likes to work really, really slow. And the thing that really takes me out of a lot of his matches is when he just stops and just starts talking to people. Like, not not like, like, heels, ta- heels will taunt the crowd. That's normal. But Roman will just start having full-on conversations with the camera. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's boring when he just, he'll stop, he'll stand up, look at the camera and speak two or three complete sentences. Like, dude, you're having a match. I don't mind right it. So like, I don't mind it when he's beating the guy down like crazy, but he really wasn't beating mm-hmm. Cena down. Yeah. And I thought, you know, like Cody said, this felt a lot like their no mercy match because you know it, it was because it really because the big takeaways of this match were the exact same takeaways I had of the no mercy match is Roman kicked out of he tonight or last night he kicked out of four AAs. At no mercy, I think he kicked out of five. And John Cena down flat one two three on the first spear he takes it was the exact exact same thing um this like i'm glad that roman got over strong because i think because that's what this whole match this whole feud was about getting roman reigns over strong over a legend and that's what they did because he I, roman had most of the offense in this match and you know cena going for all these roll-ups also put over roman's strength that rome that john cena feels the need to try to win cheap so I think that's all good. It's just, yeah, this wasn't, I was expecting a little bit more out of this match, to be honest, because both these guys can work really well and have had really good matches. It's only natural that with each other, they'd have a great one, but they didn't necessarily. But again, they got the, for what they wanted to accomplish from bell to bell, they did it. And then, you know, it leads to the Brock thing, which I'm pretty, I'm pretty interested in because like if Paul Heyman weren't involved in this, I wouldn't care at all about this because this is just Brock and Roman for the, 20,000th time, but with, with Paul here, with Roman being a baby face, a baby face, sorry, with Roman <laughs> yeah. being a heel. Yeah. With Roman being a heel. And oh, by the way, did you guys, did you guys, did you guys hear what happened when um, the show went off the air? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So Brock's a tweener. He's not even, he's not even a full on baby face. He's a tweener. So I think that's crowd, though. They wouldn't, I feel like if they were really wanting to be a tweener, they would have had it on TV. But it was for the crowd. They want to see. Hmm. Uh, so, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting with, with Paul in the other guy's corner and with them essentially switching roles. I think it's going to be really interesting. The only thing I'm worried about is if the plan is still um, Roman versus The Rock at Survivor Series, I think this feud is going to be too rushed. Because Brock and Roman are two huge stars. They need a, they need a big, long buildup. 
to one great pay-per-view match. And with the rock scheduled to be fighting Roman in three months, I think it's, I don't know how much justice they're going to do to how big this should be. They wanted the moment. They wanted the moment of Brock Lesnar returning. And honestly, that was my biggest pop of tonight. And do Better it with than... Bobby Lashley. Do it with fucking Bobby Lashley. That's the one that everyone wants to see. But, but, everyone but wants to see Brock I mean, Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. We don't know. And they had a, and Brock and, Brock and Goldberg had a stupid match with a stupid finish that invited an interference. But instead of Brock Lesnar um, coming and attacking Lashley afterwards, you got Goldberg's fucking son. Also, that I feel like it plays into like the whole money thing, like the Fox, like Fox wants Brock Lesnar on their show, not yeah. They want the ratings. Uh, from what I know, they're not very happy with. Well, they're not. not I wouldn't say they're, they're like not happy with it. They're like content they're like oh you could do better wwe look what aw is doing you know like like tnt is like oh look at what aw is doing on tnt this you know they're doing better than aw like i mean yeah but but not for the money they bought but not for the money they bought them with i mean smackdown had like two million viewers the other day but what that's a lot of viewers if the, Fox's problems mm. have been haven't I, from what I've read, I obviously haven't read everything about mm. it, but Fox's issues haven't necessarily been with ratings and returns as much as it's been with the actual product. That's because that, they obviously want they, they said they wanted Brock Lesnar. They also said if Ronda Rousey's going to come back to the WWE, you, like she better be on Fox. So they're more worried about their their gripes are more with the product rather than the ratings and returns that they're getting because they're getting when you look at the wrestling business, they're getting the best returns. They're getting. 1.8 to 2 million viewers every Friday night. No one else is doing Wait, that. I have a question for you real quick before we um, finish this off. Is this the first time SmackDown is like a like a confirmed A-show? I think it's been the A-show for a long time, honestly. I think ever since the brand split in 2016, I think SmackDown's been the A-show. Okay. Yes, but it's, this is the first time that SmackDown's been looked at in the that's, WWE. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, oh, look, oh, look okay. overall. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, from, yeah. The, from the management, looked at. Cause, okay, then yes. Because yes, there's yes, an argument yes. that um, SmackDown has been better than Raw in, you know, in the Attitude Era or even... Before. I mean, not, yeah, I don't think in the Attitude Era. Okay, my, 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 my bad. The ruthless, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. The ruth, uh, I'm sorry, let me correct myself. The Ruthless Aggression Era, that, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then yes. But by the management, this is the first, I think this is the first time they actually looked at it as the Asian, which, which is awesome because I mean, Survivor means yeah, Survivor Series a couple years ago, Raw clean swept SmackDown, didn't that definitely worth the A show then? Yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. I think Raw coming is a good addition and it, it, it piques my intrigue, especially. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else? Yes, yes, wanna... yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've already recapped the show overall. I mean, yes, so I mean, unless you guys have anything to add. We've covered it all. Um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to this next week of TV, hopefully. We, we got to get mm-hmm. a schedule together somehow for the podcast. I'm not sure if we're going to do each show or we'll do like a couple, like yeah. like a, a Wednesday night video. What are you looking at? Me? You're looking at you. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> you're like <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that was, um that was. The 2021 edition of SummerSlam, and just to give a quick, um, we all gave we all gave our picks for the matches um, on yesterday's prediction show. Yeah. I've got the scores right here. Uh-oh. So, if, <laughs> so 
Bianca, Bianca Belair match, notwithstanding, because none of us knew what was going to happen. I, I, predict, um, I predict Becky. It's but like, it wasn't part of the actual predictions, Cody. Yeah. I, you, I, what I, what I, actually, what I have written down is you said Sasha. If Sasha knows shows, you pick Bianca. That, that's where I, I have you written down. Oh, oh Cody. Oh, <laughs> Cody. I said Becky back. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll check the tapes. We'll check the tapes. But... Um, yeah, so Bianca match notwithstanding. Um, in third place, Dom had seven correct guesses, two Hello. incorrect guesses. You picked uh, Sheamus and Nikki Ash. Oh, well. Cody had eight correct guesses and one incorrect guess. You picked Cena, and that's kind of an asterisk because he picked it for fun. Um, and then yours truly had nine correct guesses and zero incorrect. And what, what do you guys, do you guys want to do this like as a, as a running total or like reset it? Yeah, let's do a running total. Let's do a running. running. Oh God. I'm going to do. I, I like the idea. I like the idea of running total. Okay. Yeah. okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> and then, yeah. So across WWE and like, cause I assume, I assume we're going to be pred- predicting and reviewing all out as well. Right. Oh, hell yeah. I'm yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm with AEW, so it might be, I, that might be. Don't worry. Whoever whoever you think's gonna win, whoever you think's gonna win is gonna win. The same people win. I'm not, and I'm not bashing AEW. They're they're doing well right now, but the same people win every time. Exactly who you think's gonna win. Gonna win. Yeah. Same with WWE. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, think <laughs> I, think it, I mean, yeah. All right, then. Um, thank you for watching, and we're out.